Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming from the Cat Cave in Providence, Rhode Island. Today's episode, we have our third installment of Florida People. Uh, not really an installment. I just realized that I had three people on from Florida, and none of them know each other, but I think it's really great. But you can check out the last two episodes with Alex Spurlock, a voiceover artist, and Blue Carson, an erotic novelist who writes about uh, sexual adventures in Disney parks and her amazing book. Uh, those are the last two episodes, but Tack is wonderful. He has a podcast called Taint Funny. If you'd like to check it out, it's on Facebook, facebook.com slash Taint Funny, on Twitter, at Taint underscore funny. Uh, if you go check out Taint Funny on the internet, or the iTunes, Stitcher, Radio, any of those ways you find podcasts, you may notice that I'm actually a guest. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Tack and the guys uh, were just fucking awesome. Uh, Jimmy, Eric, and John, and Tack, a big thank you to all of you guys for having me on. Um, one of the really nice things about doing their podcast, like, uh, they sent me a little thing in the mail, a nice, like, thing in the mail, and I have it on my whiteboard where I kind of organized all the booking for the guests and who to post next. But anyway, we had a great a great time. Tack is, uh, I thought he's a really interesting guy who's, like, a, a working dude who also, like, makes money off, like, production stuff. And he tells fun stories about being in a band and recording with uh, his band with one of the dudes from Limp Bizkit. And somehow we end up talking about Third Rock from the Sun. But uh, he, sounds, he also says he's tired all the time. And <laughs> Tad's so nice that I actually screwed up the time we were supposed to record. I thought we recorded on a Saturday, not a Sunday. Tack was right. It was a Sunday. So I Facebook message him. And he's like, oh, it's actually tomorrow. I was like, oh, okay. And I'm pretty sure he woke up and then said, don't worry about it. Let's record right now. So I'm pretty sure I woke Tack up after working like third shift to record this podcast. Um, really nice of him. Honestly, please, please, please check out Taint Funny. Those guys are great. You can hear me as a guest if you want. And if you're like, I hear enough of you, I get it. They have uh, about 10 other episodes you can choose from. They're all great. Uh, I've listened to it. And... You can find them on Facebook.com slash Taint Funny, on Twitter, at Taint Funny. And uh, I'll just plug the old Let's Chat page on Facebook.com slash Let's Chat. Twitter and is just at Let's Chat. Email Let's Chat Podcast at gmail.com. As always, this is I am so happy to be a part of the Misfits Podcast Network. And I got some really great guests coming up in the near future. Um I've recorded with two-thirds of the Going Off Track podcast. I've had Jonah Bear and Stephen Smith recorded, but there's a bunch of great stuff. Also, check out Tad's uh, production company, I believe, that he, he talks about in the episode with some of the music videos and short film stuff he's done. Attackfilmproductions.com. Yeah, check out that site as well. All right, let's get to it. In the future, humans create AI. Three days later... They have sex with it. Gigahose is a robot sex comedy with what's been called a South Park level of shock value. Creators Adam Lash and Kevin Gilligan take their concept in smart, surprising directions. It's been described as pure genius with a real clerks-like charm. Catch season one now at youtube.com slash gigahose. I'm in the limelight cause I rhyme tight Time to get paid, blow 
like the world trade Born sinner, the opposite of a winner Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kid Capri Funk, Master Flex, Love, Funk, Star, Ski Yeah, so it's the first or second day of spring and it fucking snowed and not like maybe not enough to shovel but like enough where it was like slush and then it was gonna freeze tonight because it oh cool yeah so there was like enough where i had to like uh shovel some slush which is uh (laughs) fucking annoying yeah it's been like in the 80s and 90s here man (laughs) jeez where in florida are you guys or you uh i live in um i live um like uh, in Titusville, it's like I work. Are you familiar with SpaceX? The private space company to put people on the yeah yeah yeah. Who is that? The guy from PayPal? Yeah yeah, Elon Musk. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's where I work too. Like in overnights, I do security out there. So oh, I'm wow. right there on the beach. You know, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun. It's pretty cool. Them, yeah. Pretty neat to like sometimes doing security, and I'm like, uh, like the only one in an entire like, um, like high bay with like a rocket. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of neat. You must feel like you're in the future half the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, because that's like I know we kind of closed down like our space, we defunded our NASA program, and I know they're putting a lot of their money into private sector. But right. he, Elon, he's like he's the guy. Like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah, likes him, so I think he's all right. That's how I look at it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, he actually, uh, Elon Musk actually came out here uh, a couple months ago for a launch. And so I was like a little fangirl when he like walked by, you know. Oh, that's <laughs> so. so cool. <laughs> like, Elon, come on my podcast. And he's like, what? I gotta go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I, uh, man, uh, Florida gets such a bad rap from the rest of the country, but... Uh, I think it's like anywhere you go, like there's just good and bad. You guys have space stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of cool stuff here. The warmth that uh, the warmth thing sounds really nice, though. Yeah, it is. The only thing that sucks in the summer because it's so humid here. The summers are just muggy, and I mean we don't get like crazy temperatures. Like the highest it'll get during the summer is like like mid late nineties tops, but it feels like much hotter. Is everything, so. like, the times, I've been to Florida once when I was a kid, So, but, like, I've been down south, and, like, I remember being there, like, in North Carolina, and then it was really mm. hot outside, but everything indoor was air-conditioned, so it was, like, very doable. Yeah. And then, like, up in New England, yeah. like, the northeast is, like, I don't know why, I feel like we do the, we have, we're, we're the worst at everything, because we don't prepare for hot, and we don't prepare for the cold, so, like, whatever temperature it is. Like, when it gets the heat wave, you're just fucked. Like, I used to work at a Starbucks, and I think they kept the temperature at 80, and being behind the counter, we had, like, an employee pass out because it was, like, it felt like 110. Oh, my God. And they're like, well, you know, we don't want to spend the money on the air conditioning. You, right? you guys will work through it. But I was like, if this was, like, down south, we'd have the AC on. Or then when it gets cold, like, they're like, well, we don't want to put the heat on. Like, that's expensive. <laughs> Yeah, that sucks. But I would imagine, like, Alaska, like, when it's winter, I'm sure everything's heated. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I I heard that, like, in San Francisco, like, a lot of houses don't even have, like, air conditioning or anything. Oh, man. Because it's, like, always 73 year-round. That's what I hear. I don't know. I went there for 10 days in the summer, 
and the, it was sunny and shine, beautiful, perfect weather for the ten straight days, and I couldn't get over it. I was like, with the, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, but then there's like, oh, we have rain season. I was like, well, I could deal with some rain. I think <laughs> San Diego is supposed to be the one with the best climate. All right. Yeah, summers in Florida suck because it rains pretty much every day in the summer. But it's like clockwork. It's always in the afternoon. Are, are you from Florida? Well, I'm from all over the world. Well, not from all over the world, but I'm growing up. Okay. Like, I, my mom was uh, military, so. Oh, okay. So we traveled, like, every year to, like, some new location somewhere around the world. And then, um, but I spent most of my life in Florida, yeah. You'd go international? Yeah, I, I lived uh, overseas. I did a year, like, in Spain. Wow. Greece, yeah. Now, if you're young, do you even appreciate it, or is it just more like whatever? <laughs> Looking back, yeah, I, I appreciate it a lot more than when I was there. When I was there, it was just more annoying, you know, because yeah. we lived off base, you know, and I didn't know Spanish back then. Well, I really don't know it now yeah. either, but, you know, it just, uh, it just was annoying trying to communicate with people. Or Plus, I'm like 9, 10 years old, just like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so you have the um, taint. Funny, taint that funny. Uh, did I say that right? Yep. Yeah, taint funny. Taint funny. All right. Because then I was like, "Is it taint that funny?" And then I was like, "Gonna pull out my phone and look at it." And I was like, "No, don't, <laughs> no, don't do that." Uh, uh, podcast, which is uh, pretty wonderful. You guys are pretty new at it, but you guys seem to have your footing down pretty quick. Like by like episode yeah, two, we are new at it. What about episode two? I think I listened to your second episode, and you guys kind of had like a rhythm and. The audio was perfect. So was that your first, like, is this your first go around at the podcasting world? It is, actually. Um, what The reason why we even started podcasting is because we have, um, they have like, a production company. And we're doing, like, short films or whatever. And uh, but we really wanted to develop an audience. So we figured, and uh, a buddy of mine was getting into podcasting, and he's like, dude, you should really think about podcasting. And I'd listen to podcasts a lot, you know. And then... Uh, so you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. You know. So I talked to the guys, and then they're like, oh, I was like, we're pretty funny, you know. Like, <laughs> so we decided because we've always like have like joked around like on Facebook, like publicly on Facebook, like give each other shit or whatever. And then we're always like, and people seem to be entertained by it. And so I was like, let's just do a podcast. It would be so much better. So we did, and then we kind of learned as we went along. And it seems to be going really well now. God, it's so much fun. And so are these like friends of yours? So like when I, I started this with somebody who ended up leaving pretty early on. But like when I first started, it it really is more of a way just to hang out with people I don't ever see. Like oh, friends. Yeah. And it's like so therapeutic, I think, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it, but like uh, it, it really the is. The other guy, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Me, me and uh, Jimmy, another guy on the podcast, uh, me and him have been friends since we were 12 years old. Damn. Um. And then uh, the other two guys, we've all known them uh, since, like, I don't know, like, 98 or something like that. Yeah. So we go way back. We all four of us used to work at the same spot back in, like, the late 90s. And uh, so that's kind of where we all four of us met together. And then uh, we've just been friends since. So this is, like, real-life clerks. <laughs> kind of. We do reference, like, uh, the job that we all met at. Yeah. We call it the shop. You know, and then a couple of us like hated it there, so <laughs> they're always like, 
bashing on it and shit. Oh yeah, but yeah, some of my favorite people I've ever met is just from like work, working. The jobs I've kind of liked the least are the jobs I've made some of the best friends from. Like <laughs> when you can hate it together, it's just something about it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, cause, all right, cool. Because you guys definitely have this like Kevin Smith, like uh, Judd Apatow movie vibe to it. Like for <laughs> friends just trying to make each other laugh. But um, <laughs> yeah, are you the are you, are you the guy on the episode with like the notes and trying to keep it in order? <laughs> trying to keep it in order. Uh, well, um, let's see. Like, well, the way we do it, like every episode, um, each each of us hosts like the next episode. You know, so we all take turns at hosting. And so, I know, it was kind of the thing we decided to do in the beginning. That way, everybody has their own. You know, it's nobody's show. Nobody's the host. Nobody's, like, in charge or anything like that. So, like, we'll just pick a day and everybody just host an episode. And then, so, I'm always seem to be the one that's always telling them, like, oh, we can't do that. Or, no, let's not do that. And then, so, they, they make fun of me and call me, like, I'm Hitler because I'm, like, in charge and shit. And I'm, like, I'm not in charge. Like, it's not it's not just my show. It's your show, too. And they're, like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, and they... <laughs> So you hear the, a lot of that in the episodes of them just giving me shit like that. Yeah. Uh, man, isn't marketing the fucking most worst part of it? Like, it's... Oh, my God. That's all I'm doing is marketing, networking, marketing, networking. And no one, no one cares. It's, it's, it's whatever. Even the other guys in the podcast. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my guys. <laughs> you know, let's market some more. Let's do some more marketing. <laughs> you know, And they're like, okay. And then they'll do a post on Facebook, and that's about it. Yeah, and, and then, like, your friends and family get sick of your Facebook. Like, I don't care. You put out another episode. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm like, but this is – I don't know. If, do you, um, I've noticed sometimes I'll have, like, a guest on, and I'll make up a number what I expect to happen. And I don't know what to base it off of, but I'll be like, in my head, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be fucking huge. And then no one gives a shit. And then I have someone on who's, like, a friend or just, like, a random, like – person i met on twitter who happens to like just have a small podcast and then the number is like through the fucking roof so so <laughs> nice. is all i'm wondering is if, if podcasts are just other podcasters listening to each other <laughs> probably i feel like because that's like, i listen to a lot of podcasts <laughs> yeah i know i listen to a ton and especially from people i meet if someone like gonna come on or if i'm like okay i'm like i want you to check out mine so i should check out yours and yeah but yeah whatever i don't care if it's incestuous it's 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 fucking fun as shit. And, like, I listened to, like, I started with, like, the bigger ones and then kind of worked a little. It's kind of, rep- I mean, I still love music, but, like, it's kind of like what how I used to, like, listen to music. Like, you find the big band and then you would open mm-hmm. the CD liner and see what bands they thanked. And then you go, or the label, and then you kind of go backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge music fanatic, too. So I used to uh, play in a band, too, several years ago. So, oh, that's awesome! I love it. I miss it. Did you guys like? I miss it, man. What band? Huh? Uh, well, you know, of course, we didn't ever get signed yet. We came close to, but we were called anybody's fault. And actually, the main theme song to our the podcast is uh, my old band. So, oh, that's amazing! I like that you guys have the dial-up internet. As you said that, I just thought of that. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys like get to tour and stuff? Uh, no, at the time I was living in Jacksonville. Okay. And so we just did like all over Jacksonville, but we did, um, we get to, we did get to hang out with, um, Sam Rivers from Limp Biscuit. He's the bass player in Limp Biscuit. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he had a studio in Jacksonville cause Limp Biscuit's out of Jacksonville. Oh, so I didn't know that. We recorded, yeah, we recorded our last, um, 
album, if you will, like in his studio and got to hang out with him for several weeks and it was a lot of fun. Really cool guy. Oh, that's awesome. I only knew uh, yeah. Fred Durst and then West Borland. Yeah, yeah. And it isn't corn from that area? No, no, corn's from California. Oh. But they, they, they I mean, you're right to think about them too because they like kind of, I guess corn assisted Limp Biscuit into uh, getting signed and all that. I thought they were cousins. Because I guess Fred shit. Durst. I guess the story goes like Fred Durst was a tattoo artist or something, and he used to do like Jonathan Davis's tattoos or something, and then I guess a friendship kind of brewed from there. Oh, that's amazing! Um, so you yeah. said you have a. Um, are you able to talk about your production company? Because that sounds amazing. Yeah, um, I don't do a whole lot as far as the production company yet. Um, we do have like a short a short film like in pre production right now that we're kind of working on, but I do a lot more cooler stuff in my freelance work yeah <laughs> so which i don't really count that as my production company because it's just me doing it so but um if you want to talk about that that's a little more interesting oh uh, yeah your freelance stuff if you're able to talk about that uh you know you i yeah, can take yeah. this out if you want but like you were working with agnostic front last night uh yeah this was a few nights ago we um well i say we it's me and this producer friend of mine um we had, um they had hired us to well actually hired him which you know he hired me so um to shoot their latest music music video called uh from the track never walk alone and uh, the video is supposed to be out like april 4th i think oh nice and so yeah they were playing here in orlando and so we went out to the venue and uh shot a lot of footage because they didn't even play till like ten thirty, but we got there around four o'clock and then hung out with the band and then like did some just uh, other shots of different things, like in this one room. It's called the green room at this venue. There was just like a lot of graffiti and crap all over the walls. And we're like, hey, this would be a cool spot to shoot some shit here. So we shot some stuff with like all the individual band members of them going through the track. And then like all four of them bunched in this corner. <clears throat> then we did some stuff like outside. And, you know, and then finally, once they went on at like around 1030, then we recorded like all live footage. And then so we're eventually we're going to cut it all together. And get their video done. So it's going to be awesome. What other... So, like, you do a lot of, like, music videos and, like, movie stuff? Like, I didn't know that Florida had that big of an industry. Um, well, music videos, um, that's probably the biggest music video I've worked on. I've done, like, freelance, like, music video work for just, like, these... I don't want to offend anybody. So, these musicians that uh, want to shoot... Local musicians that just want to shoot music videos. That's awesome. Um... Like a couple of rapper guys and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, absolutely. People who just love music and are making a go at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Which I'm all for that too. I did that for years as well, and I would love to go back into a band again and play some more. But um, yeah, it's, but also uh, the same producer life. friend of mine. He also, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, he also um, produces a few television shows as well, and I'm like his main editor for that. Um, oh, that's like, awesome. um, he has this one show on Hulu right now. It's called Real Food, Real Kitchens, and yeah. it's like a cooking show. Um, season one is a yeah. Season one's available on Hulu now, but which I didn't have anything to do with that season. Um, but we're gonna be we're working on production on season two now, and uh, I'll have I'll be, I'll be involved in that one. I'll have to watch. It. I love I and, I don't have cable. Um, I love Hulu. There's also two other new pilots that um, we had shot. And edited and put together, which I know they're going to get picked up. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm. I don't either. I'm like all about uh, Netflix and Hulu. There's like my two buddies I hang around at home with. You know, it's <laughs> about all I got. And um, well, there's two new pilots that are going to be coming out soon that I'm also working on with him too. And um, the one in particular is going to be really good. So I'm excited about that. Does that stuff film down in Florida too? I'm sorry. So the internet keeps like cutting out. Um, Hello. Do those shows record out of Florida? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. Like the Real Food Kitchens, the premise of that show is basically, like, let's say you have a a recipe of some sort of recipe that was passed down to you, say from like a grandmother or something like that, and there's a story behind it. We would basically come in into your house, your kitchen. And you would talk about it, and and then of course you'd make it, and then um, that's pretty much the premise of that show, which is so it's real food, real kitchens, um, and that's season one was shot mostly in Florida, but he's also my producer's also from New York, so sometimes he'll shoot up to New York and do a couple episodes up there, or he may run out to California, shoot a couple out there, so it's he's kind of like all over the place, but mostly most of the time it's in around Florida. So that's awesome. So you have like. A job job and then can make money flexing your creative muscle as well. So that's awesome. So like you get to like have like, you know, like most people you work a job and then you can do like really cool shit and make some money off of it on the side. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because anyone I've ever known. Which means I get no sleep. Yeah. Huh? That's anyone I've known who's made it uh, a living out of like some sort of art thing. It involves just an immense amount of travel, which is really hard if you have kids. I'm basically always tired too. Yeah, <laughs> so, you like no days off. He should sleep some time, but it's worth it. Yeah, no, I mean you get. <laughs> so uh, um, I've been listening to your podcast like pretty religiously, and uh, there's always like I'm like, oh, you know, because I knew that you'd you'd wanted me to be on your show, and I was like, oh, I want to talk about that. I also want to talk about that, and you know, of course now I can't think of any of it. <laughs> that always happens to me. I have a notepad because I um, have done that more than once. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then you have someone on and they might be known for something or like a reason to have someone to listen. And then you completely forget to talk about, about that thing. And you're like, oh. <laughs> right. Oh, that would have sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a couple like cousins and then some friends who like, like my friends. I had some musician people on who are like, to actually like make a career. It's like almost mm-hmm. impossible. It's yeah, it's hard. Like, I had you got to be lucky. Yeah, I don't. And it's like luck, and then talent, and then a good business sense, and then also having like good business people around you. Exactly. It's not who you are; it's who you know. Yeah, it really is. Because <laughs> like, there's my cousin was in a band like that used to tour with Sleater Kenny all the time, and they like you know took off. And I was talking to her recently when she came through on her side project uh, like a few months back. And she was just like, yeah. I was like, oh, you know, I used to. Well, she's like, oh, we just couldn't get our shit together. <laughs> so that's fair. Yeah, we had uh, we had um, what was called in the industry as LSD or lead singer disease. What's that? Basically, like lead singer. Lead singer just had a big head, and uh, he was like an asshole. Yeah, pretty much, and thought pretty much he was the band, and we didn't, you know, he didn't need us. Yep. at all, kind of a thing, and. And then of course there was like a drug issue, which you know I can't stand drugs or anything. But yeah, you can't do the drug thing until you already have success. Because <laughs> right. then it's not profitable anymore. It's just like, hey, there's a bunch of 
There's an addict on stage, and I don't know who he is. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, I used to get pissed off because he. There's been one time where he actually canceled the show because he did too much coke before. I was so pissed. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like, really? God, I was so pissed." You know, I had um one good guest. I had, uh, Sean Carney. He plays in the Scandals, and like, they're at a kind of interesting point because they're definitely like a small DIY punk band. But like Red Bull Sound Select kind of picked them and done some great opportunities. They done some guitars, and they just finished oh, cool. up like a like a leg with the Gaslight Anthem. So it was fun to have them on there. But it was still in my head. I was like, Oh my god, if you're touring with Gaslight Anthem, that must be amazing. He's like, Oh, it's great. I was like, But he's like, I still have a, a work from home job that I do on the road. Like you know, it's <laughs> oh, almost wow. impossible to like make enough living, not live at home with your parents kind of money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because. Uh... Being in a band, man, like, I know a little bit about how, like, the business side of it works. Not a whole lot, but, like, I mean, you get, because I got a buddy that um, was in a touring band, and they even did, like, a European tour and stuff, and he didn't make a whole lot of money, really. But that's where you make your money as a musician is touring. Yeah, in and Europe. You get, like, per diems and stuff like that, you know. Um, but he really didn't make a whole lot, and he was gone for, like, three months, and I think he came back with, like, maybe 300 bucks. Oh my I was god! Like, really? I would really? spend that too. If I'm in Europe, I'm gonna blow all my money. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then I've heard it's like the old days of the music industry. I forgot what band it was. There was some famous story of like a band got like a Christmas present from uh, one of the labels that doesn't exist anymore, but one once big ones. Maybe it was like I can't think of the big one. There was like a bunch of big labels that are just no longer with us. Like, all right. I forgot what one. And very famously, they gave all of their artists, like, Christmas presents and then tacked it onto their, like, uh, and then made them pay for it. Like, you know, like, when you take out money from, like, if you're a band and you sign for a label, it's kind of like a bank mm-hmm. loan. Like, you have to pay back that money before yeah, you get your money back. Pretty much. So, like, they got, like, say, like, a $100 watch or something, and then they would charge that to the band. <laughs> like, it's, the music industry is just oh so God. fucking weird. Did you see that documentary downloaded? <laughs> No. Ah, uh, it's on I Netflix. I love documentaries too. It's by the I'll check guy it out. who di- uh, who's in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure that isn't Keanu Reeves. I don't remember his name. <laughs> right, I don't remember his name either. He's but, a yeah. really good documentary maker, filmmaker. Um, surprisingly, that movie it's just all about how the music industry reacted to Napster, and it has all the Napster dudes in it, and it's interesting as oh, wow. shit. Is this done like recently? I saw it. I heard him on the guy who made it. I heard on the Nerdist podcast, so it must have been within a year or two of coming out. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, and I watched it. I on love Netflix. documentaries. Yeah, that's. Yeah, my wife had to work this morning, so when she's not yeah. home and I'm home, it's just documentary type. <laughs> yeah. Except sometimes you put on those sad <laughs> I live ones. Alone, except. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like uh, one of the best ones that I ever saw was. Did you ever see? Um. Um. Uh, Craigslist Joe. Oh, what's that? Oh my God, it's so awesome. Basically, this guy decides to, I forget the time frame. I think it might have been like two or three months where he wanted to travel across country using nothing but Craigslist. So like people like, hey, I'm going to Atlanta. You know, I I need somebody to ride with me. So he'll answer to these Craigslist ads and then hop a ride to wherever. And then, like, everything is dependent on Craigslist only. And he went with no money, no cell phone, no nothing. <coughs> and um, so he survived, like, I think, like, two months, I think, just strictly on the road and staying with people. 
and getting his meals like somehow through Craigslist or trading or something like that. And uh, it was actually surprising, like kind of a tearjerker at the end. You know, it was actually it was really a great story. It was awesome. I'll have to see that. Um, I would never. Yeah. I would never ever do that, but that sounds so cool. No, <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. Is that like the precursor <laughs> cool. to like Airbnb? <laughs> what is that? It's a really cool. I actually rented out my first one. It's like people can rent out their homes, and it's like based off a rating yeah. system. So it's there's like a safeguard in place. So like yeah. if you're going oh, you. to like um, I don't know if you're gonna go to L.A. Instead of going, or any uh, even like smaller cities or anywhere or towns, instead of renting a hotel, you can rent someone's house or a room in their house for like a fraction of the price. And then there's all these different yeah. options. I just rented one out uh, when I'm going to New York City in April. So I'm, I'll, hopefully it works out good. It's just it was a lot cheaper than getting a hotel, and then you have like a stove and all that stuff. But um, mm. that's not important. This is about you, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Not always about me. It's about you too. It's your show. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it exists. It's I actually like the collaborative process a lot more. And then when I had to go out. Uh, my the guy left. I just kept going at it. And then I started like making the show I really wanted to make. And then it got more fun and have yeah. more people on. Yeah, it seems scary to have to do it by yourself. I mean, do you find it difficult like finding your guests or anything? Or I did until I joined Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's exactly it was. Uh, that's exactly I was. I got to a point. I was only asking like friends. I didn't do Skype for the whole time because I was just like against it. I didn't know how to do it. Didn't care. And then I kind of ran. Yeah. I, I I grew up in Connecticut, so I didn't grow up in this area. So I only had a limited amount of people I could have on. So I was just asking friends and coworkers, and it was fun. And then eventually, I met one person on Twitter who was promoting a web series. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it went over really well, and it kind of he contact, put me in contact with a comedian friend of his, and then like the light bulbs in my head just fucking exploded. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it, it's it, it. I actually got to a point where I I, I didn't record a po- I haven't recorded in almost like a month because I did so many. I have too many backed up, so like <laughs> yeah, any yeah. anything I have now, I think I have the next one, two, three, four, five, uh, six weeks already covered episode wise. Oh wow! So I try to yeah, that's a lot in the bank. <laughs> yeah, it makes things easier, and then, and then it's you know it's progressive. Like little things lead to little things to little things. Like, mm-hmm. so it's cool. Like I end up getting put up on a getting on a network, and then getting like people from like, uh, like I don't. I had someone from the Daily who worked on the Daily Show come on, and I was like, really? Oh yeah, I listened to that episode. Yeah, oh, yeah thank you. That was that was like that was kind of a weird moment. I was like, I like your work, and you want to <laughs> come on. <laughs> right. You just never let people yeah. know how small your show really is, because like podcasting is so different. Like, thank God it's not ratings based, because then no one would ever come on any show that exists. <laughs> right. I know me and uh, me and the guys have a competition going right now to see who can get the most famous person on our show. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And we kind of joked around like we should get Gary Busey. I was like, he definitely seems like he would do it. You know. It's that weird age where, like, may- maybe, right? Like, I mean, of course, it's right? like that. That's nah, never going to happen. But there's a part of it. It's like, <laughs> it's not improbable that that could happen. You know, if you stick at it long yeah. enough and like make enough waves, mm-hmm. like it's, it's not impossible. Yeah, I've been like sending out like emails to people and all kinds of stuff. You know, like uh, I actually sent this one out to this one girl that used to be on this uh, reality show um, a few years ago. And I'd followed her like on social media and stuff, and I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna see if she'll she'd actually be on the show. So I sent her like an email, 
and then waited and waited. And I finally heard back from her. She was like, hell yeah, I'll do it. Hell yeah, that'll be awesome. And I was like, no way. I booked her. Holy crap. Wow. <laughs> so, That's, yeah. I, I got to say, for like booking, I feel like I never get, no one's ever said no. I just either get yes or I get ignored. <laughs> and yeah. I, that's okay, right? Like I'm more than okay with it, and I mm-hmm. definitely feel like I've asked people way out of my league to, to come on, and, and then <laughs> sometimes they do, and then it's like cool. And I think the more I think the big thing for podcasts and it's like consistency. The more you have banked mm-hmm. up, and the more you, I don't know if this is true. This is how I have it in my head. In my head, I was like, I would be like, all right, I had this person on, and I know they know this person, so maybe that person will come on because they saw this person. Yeah, things yeah. like that. That's how I think of it too. <laughs> yes, yeah, so like little steps. Like I had, like I had John Tumalo. He was from Folly, so I was like, "All right, so I know some. Pe- he knows some people. Maybe if I had to ask these members of these bands and be like, hey, 'Hey, I've had someone you know on.' You know, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah, little, little things like that, and that's kind of yeah, definitely. I uh, I'm actually going to be stealing one of your guests because I started talking to her. Oh, who? Through Twitter. Um, I really God, I hate. I'm not sure how to even pronounce her last name. I don't remember, but it was the uh, that chick Ash. Oh, uh, Ash Blodgett. Blod- oh my God, she's so nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I go after every guest I have because like anyone like that. I, yeah, she was super cool. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Because everyone out there, <laughs> anyone who's making something, just needs to get out there. So we're just the marketing people for them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, because uh, I was looking through on Twitter. And I noticed that she was actually following, you know, our show. And I was like, oh. well, first I was like, why does she sound familiar? Why do I know that name? So I clicked and I was like, oh, yeah, she was on Let's Chat. You know, I was like, oh, okay, that yeah. Feel so, cool. so I, <laughs> yeah, so I sent her a message. I was like, hey, uh, well, no, she'd asked me to like subscribe to her YouTube channel. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, uh, and then she even suggested, hey, if you need a, a guest, and I was like, hell yeah. You know, because she, her, I really related to her episode because. Because a lot of her resume kind of sounded like mine, and I was like, "Oh man, that's awesome!" So, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. If you guys ever need guests too, like besides offer myself, uh, like sometimes I'll have. I, I just had someone like message me, like, "Hey, do you know any other podcasts I can go on?" I was like, "Uh, maybe." Like, um, <laughs> I'll let you know because because uh, you know most people are just like I, Kevin Bartini. I had on because he is friends with Adam Lash, and he like he does like the warm ups for the fucking. Colbert Report, Daily Show, and like the Nightly Show, oh, yeah. and he like put out an album, and he's like, smart guy. He's like, I don't have to travel. I can just fucking bullshit and get my name out mm-hmm. there. So he'll go like on anything. So oh, that's cool. And then Pat Llewellyn, I'll I'll send you his Twitter because he's got an album come out on the thirtieth or the 29th, oh, okay. and he's like trying to get out on podcasts. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there's a, I like to we like to have you know we're media based, so any kind of like multimedia television. Uh, movies, you know, music, anything like that that's like a celebrity or somebody in the industry, I definitely would love to have. Yeah, so if anyone's listening and you want to come on this show or his show, get at us on the old Twitters or emails yeah. or however you contact people any days. <laughs> so you're you're in Providence, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went there once. Was it? I went there for actually a concert. What year? Because uh, this will uh, change like your not, experience of what year it was. Because it was, <laughs> if it wasn't in the last five years, it was probably a terrifying. No, <laughs> no, it was back in '95. Oh, okay, yeah, I wasn't even living here. Who'd you see? <laughs> um, well, this is because um, I used to be in the Navy, and so I was actually stationed in Connecticut and Groton. Oh no way! I know. Yeah, I'm from Connecticut, so I know Groton pretty well. 
Oh, nice. Well, a little, a little yeah. well. I know it's a naval town. Yeah, yeah. I only lived there for like maybe a year, and um, um, and then so we went to Providence, me and some buddies, and we went and saw Megadeth. <laughs> nice, Dave Mustaine. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it, surprisingly, they played it at the Strand. You know, are you familiar with the Strand? No. May not be around anymore. So is that a venue? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like almost like a theater. I mean, it was kind of small. I was really shocked that Megadeth was playing in such a small venue. No, I never, never, um, no. I only moved here about four years ago. I, I think there's been. Oh, okay. No, I, no, I never even heard of that place. Yeah, it's like downtown somewhere. And um, so it was kind of funny because we're all outside, you know, all of us that are waiting to get in. And this one guy was like, uh, hey, see that blue van across the street? And we're all like, yeah. Like, you know, they're like, Dave Mustaine is in that van. And we're like, why the fuck would Dave Mustaine be in that van across the street when, you know, there's a whole building he can be inside, you know? And we just thought this guy was crazy. And I'll be damned, like, about 20 minutes later, Dave Mustaine comes walking out of this van across the street. And it was like, holy shit. And then we were all like, hey, Dave. And he just kind of waves. That's awesome. And what else was kind of interesting about that show, too, is it was like four or five bands that night. And uh, the opening band was actually this little unknown band back then. They were called Corn. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were all like, "Who the fuck is Corn?" You know, like really, you know. And they they opened up the whole night, and they started with uh, that track, "Shoots and Ladders," with like the bagpipes and shit. Yeah, I wish I could and, say you know, I didn't know that one, but I do. <laughs> yeah, and so that's how they start the whole show with bagpipes, and we're like, "What the fuck is this?" And like, really. And then it started kicking in, and we're like, "Holy shit!" You know, <laughs> these guys are actually badass. So it's kind of neat. Like maybe like two years ago, I worked at Starbucks in uh, downtown Providence. Maybe this is three years ago. Yeah. I'm really bad with dates. And um, <laughs> the bassist of Corn and the opening band came in, and then I recognized him immediately because it's all I'm like, "Oh my god, that's the dude from fucking." I, was, I don't know why, but I flash back <laughs> to watching those old MTV Cribs shows. <laughs> and he's like, hey, what's up, man? We're actually in a band called Corn. I'm like, yeah, I know who you are. He's like, if you got to hook us up with some free drinks, uh, we'll give you some free tickets. And I was like, nah, man, don't worry. The At Starbucks, I just gave shit away all the time anyway because they're, really cool. they're really cool about that. Like, yeah. So I was like, yeah, don't worry. So I, I made them all drinks and whatever. So I'm going to come back with some free mm-hmm. tickets. I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. I didn't think anything of it. To his word, like three mm-hmm. hours later, he came back. He's like, "Yo, I'm I, out from I'm in the back doing dishes." I'm like, "I hear, hey, it's Chris around?" And I walk out. I'm like, "This is weird. The dude <laughs> from Corn's looking for me." <laughs> and he totally gave me tickets to the show. And I went to it, and it was like it was. I was really surprised. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Like, especially if you're working like. At that time, I had two jobs, so like I would had like a job my my career ish thing. Like, I'll, I'll sound cool on the internet. My career. And I work there on the side. <laughs> right. And then, like, I was like, oh, that's cool. That makes my, like, crappy weekend job, my after work job a little bit better. Not crappy. I actually liked working there. But it was just, like, you know, it just makes the day a little bit better. How long ago was that? Two years ago, I think. Oh, wow. Two or three years. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it's called Lupo's, which is probably what the strand was. It was downtown. It might have been the same thing. I wonder, I'm, when you said that, I wonder if Lupo's, it's like an old, it looks like an old theater, so I wonder if that's what it is. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It was like an old theater. It had like a marquee out front and everything. So, Oh, unless... It was pretty cool. Unless that's what now they call the Columbus Theater, which is right by my neighborhood. So I have no idea. Uh, that's crazy. So you, so your mom was military and then you ended up in the military? Yeah, my whole family's like military. Um, and you had the artsiness my, in you. 
<laughs> yeah, I have too much artsiness in me. Like the other day, I was uh, a couple weeks ago because I've been so busy like editing, you know, these TV shows, and then like doing podcast stuff, and then like I'm also working, working, and so I'm constantly busy. And then finally, all of a sudden, the podcast like stopped for a little bit because uh, a couple of the guys couldn't make it for a couple weeks, you know. And then like I was done editing for a short time, and then I just was sitting around going, "Oh my god, I need to create." Like, it was just driving me insane. I even did, like, a Facebook post. Like, I need to create. You know, I just have that yearning and desire, like, all the freaking time. Yeah, Ash was kind of funny like that. She's like, she was talking about how she can't sit still. Like, free time. Just like, ah. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I'm a total couch potato. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I can sit on a couch uh, an entire weekend and just watch Netflix or Hulu. I like. I have no problem I can with that. and I can't. Like I, I don't do a whole ton though. I, I don't do a lot by myself. I get, if I'm by myself for too long, I get so depressed. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I, I love being home alone. Like because I do live alone. I get my kids, you know, every other weekend or summers or spring break. Yeah. Or whatever. But but most of the time I'm home alone and I actually enjoy it. But yeah, I'll just sit there and binge watch something. I'm I'm a I'm such a like movie buff and like television i'm just all into that kind of shit yeah i'm all about tv and then what's weird though when i finally have that time by myself to watch something because like i watch something my wife and i don't watch together and then i'm like i don't know what to put on <laughs> but uh <laughs> I, I um recently though i've been watching old episodes of third rock from the sun so have i holy shit oh, really dude, that show so that's what i've been binge watching for the past two days so funny I know. Oh, my God. John Lithgow makes that fucking show. I watched it as a kid. I never knew he was a serious actor. And even I was driving, me and my wife were driving the other day, and I was, like, laughing about something. We watched it recently. on It was on Hulu, and then Netflix re-added it, so I watched it on Netflix. Yeah. The episode where Dick does stand-up comedy, and he gets up there, he's like, yeah. joke number one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what it was. Like, I was driving with her, and I just started laughing, thinking about it. I was like, this is, like, the most underrated fucking TV show. <laughs> I know. I just watched that episode the other day. Oh my and god! And all the titles have the word "dick" in it, so that one's called "Dick, jo- dick Jokes." <laughs> so brilliant! That's so funny! Oh my god! That's 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 been my life for the past two, three that's... days. Work and Third Rock from the Sun. That's all I've been doing for all like all week. I mean, like, and, and then that's... French Door, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, what's that? I forgot mm-hmm. Sally's real name. Kristen Johnson. Kristen Johnson. And then the woman who played Mary. I had no idea she was like this comedic SNL alum. Like, I had no idea any what? of the importance that's of that Jane show. Jane Curtin, man. I know. I didn't know she was yeah, co-heads when I was like in fourth grade. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> well, yeah. But like now, I'm like, I grew up watching SNL. Dude, the comedy is so so, and it gets. Do you ever go farther in the later seasons when they uh, Tom they do an alternate universe where Tommy's on SNL and they do a crossover? No. Well, I started from the pilot episode. and I'm working my, my oh, way man. through. Wait until you get fucking William Shatner as a big giant head and Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Mm. Dude, it, yeah, I saw the Dennis Rodman episode. I just watched one with Mark Hamill is a fucking guest star. <laughs> really? Yeah, and that's like season wow, one. I haven't gotten to that episode yet. Yeah, I just been. What season one? I'm like on season two right Maybe now. Maybe I'm wrong or three. I've been watching them out of order. I think I might need to start it in order and just kind of go through the whole series because I've been like picking through. Yeah, well, the good thing about that show it doesn't really all connect. There's not like one main storyline that continues. So that joke that, that I don't uh, know what it. I, that, I can't even express to you the brilliance I found when he gets up there. Just do he goes, <gasps> joke number one. I was like, oh my god, that's <laughs> yeah. that's not even fair of how funny that is. Like that's on so many levels. Of con- like, 
it blew my mind. Like it blew my mind. I can't yeah, even. He it. made that show, man. Because he's, he's actually like Shakespearean trained. I know. Like he went to Harvard and all that, and and so and I just love his like overacting in the show. It's just so awesome. I love it. What is? My friend James and I were just talking because we watched it in college. Cause I, I have some. I had the DVDs. So like every few years, I kind of go back to it. And one time we were like watching it. And I don't know what episode it is, but for some reason they're trying to piss off the uh I think Mrs. Dubchek downstairs by uh-huh. making noise. Yeah. And they do an entire performance from the of Stomp. And like we were like, What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, you got some good ones coming up. <laughs> I'm excited. I just I'm, I'm, as we said, I'm glad someone else watches it because like my head's exploding with all these. It's like, oh yeah, because I've been watching them a lot on Hulu, and then now, now that on Netflix because it has that autoplay, it's a lot easier. I know that's like the <laughs> yeah, laziest no sentence I could say. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm like been talking to friends like I've been watching Third Rock from the Sun lately, and then one buddy is like, I never seen it. I'm like, oh my god, you have to watch it. And then another guy is like, oh, yeah, that show is okay. I'm like, oh, no. No, you guys are crazy. It's, so I haven't had anybody to talk about it with. I know. I, I, I really don't think I understood. the. I, I really don't think it gets the credit, like, the genius of that show. It's so <laughs> – do you remember the one where they, like, find Jello and they just fucking flip out? <laughs> <laughs> like, they think They're it's like going to – They're, like, horrified of Jello. That's, like, an ongoing joke throughout yeah, the Yeah, they think it's going to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I can't even do it, his voice. <laughs> Oh, wait, what I thought was really neat about, because um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you know, he's like a, a child, you know, during the show, but he really had to, like, mature up, you know, because he's, like, basically the only kid on the show. Yeah. But he has to, like, compete with John Lithgow, Kristen Johnson, French Stewart, you know, so, and he does a really amazing job, I think, on that show. And like, he, do, he does it very and well. great in life. Well, yeah, and there's also now he's like an amazing actor and like I, a good human. I like his work. Yeah, he's awesome, and he's like not just like, and he does like hit record, which is really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard John he's Lithgow great. a while back on the Nerdist podcast, and which I I really love Nerdist. Like I I have moments where I kind of yeah, yeah. love hate it, but overall I just absolutely love it because I've learned so much <laughs> yeah. about people. But uh, John mm. Lithgow was talking about sometimes when, like his guilty pleasures, he'll, he'll flip by Third Rock from the Sun and he'll watch it still. He's like, he just talked about how those are like some of the best years of his life. So that made me so happy. <laughs> it just show the show just looked like so much fun, especially for him. Like just his, uh, his character on there is just, oh yeah, it's so fun. And, and they <laughs> tie it up at the end. No, it's this idea of just seeing everything for the first time. Yeah. He's at like a third rate university in a small town, Ohio in a third floor apartment. And they think it's the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> did you know that uh john lithgow's son is on the show too what no yeah he plays um one of his students that's you know like how he he has the class yeah, it's always like the same the, group of kids or guys kids then they're always so i love all those actors <laughs> yeah like you have that uh um that deloise guy um who plays like bug or whatever yeah. who, <laughs> who went on later to be on like wizards of waverly place and all that um but then it's like this big dopey looking guy, a really tall guy with dark hair. That's like John Lithgow's son. No fucking way. Yeah. I yeah. never knew that. IMDB, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was I'm watching. Um, that. <laughs> What's that? I'm addicted to IMDB. I'm like constantly on there when I watch. Shit, it's so, so fun. Yeah. I was watching. Um, I just finished the first season of The Comeback about 10 years too late. 
I don't know if you ever saw Comeback? it. Yeah, the, talking about with the it's so Lisa Kudrow, Lisa Kudrow did it after Friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisa Kudrow, yeah. I watched that when it first came out originally. Never fucking heard of it and until then, HBO Go. Oh yeah, yeah. It was on HBO, yeah, originally. And then I really liked it. I thought it was so funny. Like I love Lisa Kudrow's and I was a huge Friends fanatic when it was yeah, on. Yeah, me too. And uh I still watch all like as soon as Friends was available on Netflix, mm-hmm. I was like, no fucking way. And like what's cool is my daughters love that show too. So that's all they will they'll binge watch when they're here on the weekends. Just friends like all weekend long. I'm like, hell yeah. I quit so, I quit yeah. at season six, but seasons one to five are just gold. <laughs> they're all gold. What do you mean? The friends? I thought it kinda got a little Yeah. I, I have to maybe start back, but like the first I remember all the episodes I loved, I remembered loving were all so close together. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great show uh, yeah. but yeah i watched the comeback and then i thought it was a really funny show because it was like a you know a documentary within a documentary kind of a thing and then but then it canceled it and i was like no way it was really good but i guess it's come back now yeah so. i i so i i just finished season one this morning finally i've been watching it slowly mm-hmm. and i didn't know that her husband was from pete and pete oh my god that old nickelodeon show yeah the old the adventures of pete and pete that amazing nickelodeon show that <laughs> it's fucking weird and holds up because <laughs> gotcha. like if you it was actually a guest i had on uh chris manyard who has a podcast called following films and a blog and is fucking film obsessed human being and uh nice human yeah. being as well but um he told me about there's two episodes of kevin smith's podcast i think it's smod which one he's got a billion of that's them. what i was trying to think i'm gonna look <laughs> it up and he has two episodes and he has uh lisa kudrow does two of them and she does one oh, wow. all about web therapy and the comeback. Uh, it is. Oh, nice. I'm finding it right now. My phone's so slow. Yeah, like I, I love Kevin Smith. I think he's just an amazing guy. Oh, what's really cool about him is that he's really is for like like the small town filmmaker. I know, which is really neat. And he's just so down to earth, and I don't know, he just seems he's a really sharp guy. Super smart. Uh, so smart. I love listening to him talk, and he's always been ahead oh, of the yeah, curve. Definitely. Oh yeah. Oh, it's called oh, uh, yeah. "You Want a Podcast." Uh, Kevin and J- and Scott are smodcasts. It's the one with him and Ke- and uh, Scott Mosier on the front. But it's there's two episodes. It's like the one with Lisa Kudrow, part one and two. And okay, I, check it, it out. So fun. Um, I listened to. Uh, you ever listen to Tell Him Steve Dave? What's that? It's uh, another podcast. Do you ever watch a uh, comic book man? No, believe it or not. <laughs> I know you're like me. You're like, well, I don't have television. Well, it's on. Um, yeah, I know. I just didn't like Netflix it. or Hulu. It's on one of the two. You never, you did see it. Yeah, I didn't like. I saw it. I just didn't really like it. I um, oh, I I feel like I when it comes to like the nerd world, I feel like I have my like toe in it, and then I'm like, eh, with a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not big into comic books or anything. Yeah, I wish I, I was. The show I'm is very entertaining. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I wish I was. It seems like an interesting yeah, you know, just, industry. For but me, it's just I really hate reading. I uh, I think I fell way behind the curve. If you want to be as good as, like, these guys now, I should have started at, like, eight years old. My, you know, so. Yeah, my parents would try to get me to read comic books, but I just hated reading. Like, I know that's such a bad thing to say, but I just <laughs> I don't like to read. The only things I like to read are, like, biographies and, like, oral histories and, like, Weird shit mm-hmm. like that. Like I read the oral, the unauthorized oral history of the Simpsons recently. No, that was a while ago. Yeah, I just read "Poking the Dead Frog." It's conversations with today's top comedy writers. 
like, I don't know. When it comes to like Harry Potter, I can't even fucking like no, not happening. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I mean, I did read comic books as a kid, but there were things like not the cool ones, you know, like Richie Rich, Archie, and, you know, the, yeah, <laughs> Archie, you know, like that's what I read, you know. I do have the and, uh, Simpsons Futurama crossover. I read some Simpsons comics, and I read the Bob's Burger comics. And I really, I like those. I love Bob's Burger. Oh, that show is so funny. I'm obsessed. I did a whole <laughs> podcast episode about it. it was, no way. Yeah, I think it was up oh to season. God. I gotta listen to that three one. Three at that point, and then the two guests I had on, we went out and got burgers right after. <laughs> oh, nice. That show is actually too good for its own. Like, right? It's not fair how good it is. It's underrated. It's so underrated. And the the musical, like, did you see the end of season four? It, it was like legit Broadway musical status. Like, it was amazing. What? And, and then the first episode of season five, where it's the work hard, it's the die hard working girl mix match musical episode. Where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Die hard, work yeah. hard or die trying or whatever Gene does. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, pe- bro- people on Broadway like like that kind of stuff. It's like it's incredible. It's like Family Guy. Family Guy is straight up musical. Yeah, <laughs> Seth MacFarlane doesn't get – he he's a big fan of like the old song and dance band, oh, yeah. like old Hollywood. It, mm, even, he's got an amazing voice and he's got really good musical vision too. Yeah, and then he – uh I didn't see a million ways to die in the desk West, but I wanted to. It, it was interesting. It looked really funny. It's funny. Yeah, it is. It's very entertaining. And like I don't. I like stupid comedies like that. So. <laughs> I mean, I love like Seth Rogen and all those guys. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Judd Apatow. Anything Judd Apatow. I think yeah. is just perfection. I want to like hate it, but I'm like, no, I fucking love it. Like neighbor. I thought Neighbors was like one of the best R comedies I've seen in years. Because <laughs> you don't see a lot of good hard art, like the the hard R comedies kind of disappeared, or like the buddy cop action comedy. Well, Brooklyn Nine Nine brought back buddy cop swinging, and it's incredible. I haven't actually seen that show yet. So fucking good, like it's so good. It's such an ensemble, and uh, who is it? The guy Raymond Holt. What's his name? The, he was on Homicide: Life in the Street. I don't know his name, but he was uh he's a good straight man to Andy Samberg. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I can't That's recommend that cool. enough. Yeah, what was cool about um, Neighbors, which I thought was a really interesting take, is, like, Rose Byrne's character, like, she she didn't play, like, the sensible wife. She played, like, just as crazy as him, which I thought was a good take on it. And the nudity they had with her was, like, n- comedic nudity whenever, because you don't see a lot of women naked for humor in, in, in film. <laughs> In comedy, yeah, yeah. So it was actually when they showed her breastfeeding and they showed her tit. I know it wasn't really her tit, <laughs> yeah. but it was so fucking funny. <laughs> that whole thing is she like, was great. That you're having a Robert De Niro party, <laughs> and you picked me the Fockers. <laughs> she was great in uh, like get him to the Greek too. Yeah, so funny. That. that was a really good movie too. I love that movie. Yeah. I think I did. <laughs> I haven't seen it since I watched it the first time, but I remember loving it. Yeah, it's funny. Good times. Yeah, wow. I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> so, uh, so like, right? where can people find your podcast and, like, all of your cool plug stuff to plug? Okay. Uh, well, we're called Taint Funny. Um, Is that taint of because of, the, like, you know, the, the trail from the butt to the balls? <laughs> just the way you put it is funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it wasn't my um, first choice for a name. 
um, but like the other guys seem to really like it. Uh, the guy John that's on the show, you know, he was like, because we knew what it wanted, what we wanted it to be about, and then we're like, well, it's not really going to be funny, but it's only going to be funny because we're funny, you know. But we just want to talk about movies and television and whatever, you know. And so one guy was like, what about taint funny, you know? So it's kind of like the play on, you know, well, it, it ain't funny, but it is. So I don't know. I like it. I I, I do. I actually <laughs> like your title. That's the, the, the <laughs> up and down side of working with people, though. You have to. <laughs> but, I had to compromise. Yeah, but maybe that worked out for the best sometimes. <laughs> but I, I, I like it now. I'm used to it now, so I don't really have a problem with it. I hate my um, name, and I, I I don't like Let's Chat at all. And by the time he left, I had a chance to change the name, and I I don't know why I just didn't. <laughs> I like your uh, logo, though. It's really good. Oh, thank you, man. My brother-in-law did that for me. Um, oh, nice. He got way too good at graphic design, so I actually had to pay him. <laughs> turns out, brother-in-law? It turns out people brother-in-law? who create art want commerce sometimes or some money. I had no problem because he's like, I was like, well, if you have like a graphic design, like freelance, I'll pay you. But if you're just doing this for a favor, but ended up working out really good. He was wonderful. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did ours. And I also started and some friends of mine liked it, too. And so one guy's starting up a podcast and he had me design one for him, too. And so it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Podcasting is the greatest way to never make a dollar. <laughs> it's true. I mean, if you're, I, um. I was talking to someone who wants to start one up, and if anyone ever has questions, I was like, I don't know much, but I'm I'm all about it because I really love doing this stuff. I was like, he was like asking me something. He's like, what do you do? And I was like, well, he's like had some ideas. I was like, whatever you do, make sure you absolutely like it. You're never gonna see a dollar for it. And if you're doing it because you're thinking you're gonna make money, it won't be for at least four or five years. And you know, yeah. do something you like to do because it's, 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 you don't want to complain. Like, it's not like hard work, but it, it's time consuming. I mean, the more you put into it, the more you yeah. get out of it. And I'm, and it's a, it's a great hobby that I'm really happy to have. But I mean, it's not, mm-hmm. there's definitely weeks I think it's easier than others. It's really, if you, if you fuck up your recording, like I've done more than once, then that's when it gets hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love <clears throat> I love doing it too. It's it's a lot of fun. It's I think it's very therapeutic, especially getting together with the boys. Yeah, that's like because uh, we always record like two episodes every time we get together, and we get together like every other weekend, like usually on a Sunday. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that's just it. like having something yeah, to nice. do breaks up the week. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's nice. And then I've Gives gotten me to meet to look some really cool to. people, and then like yeah, I met like really cool people, and then like I even like made like friends through it too. Like people I hang out with or, and like if anyone ever, if it's nearby and they're like, oh, here they come on. And like, if I get invited, I'm like, my goal is like, all right, if I ever get invited to anything or can do anything cool because of it, I will totally do it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Oh, thank you uh, so much for coming on. And uh, I appreciate it, man. Take care and have a good rest of your day. All right. You too, man. Appreciate it.